0: Hey patrons. Yeah, I think right now it's like, what are we doing? Like, what is the show? Why are we doing it? Why are we going to continue to do it? Like, what's the purpose right now? Because right now we're talking a lot about movies, things that we're we're enjoying. We're not really talking about video games at all anymore. No, no. So then, so then, what is? It? It's not it a video like, game it seems show. Seems
1: like it's current. It's like current media, right? It's, it's, and that's, and that's, I guess that's the best thing. It's commentary on current media. It's a review show, is what it's turned into. Cause that's what, that's what we've been doing for the last, um, what was it, 10 episodes and six episodes. So the last 16 weeks, it's been a review. (sighs) Pardon me. Um, as far as like, is that what we want it to be? I mean, there we could, cause there's so much coming out. We could be though those, we could just be, um, critics and just doing review shows. We was sprinkled in with some, these are some of the things that we're up to as hosts and as people, as personalities. These are the, uh, games that I found. These are the things that we're playing. Um, as far as a goal like where does that go it's it's pretty open-ended it's it's definitely focused definitely focused on the mcu so far um because i think because i think that's how we keep our quote-unquote family rating right because because there's other stuff we could we could watch but then it starts getting into the very segmented area of Right, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like maybe Thrones. Not that we would watch Thrones, but but like
0: not that we would watch it.
1: Well, not not that that would be like the the topic of because that's been done to death and it's old. But like if we go through that vein, then those are the types of shows that we get with those types of ratings. Um, and, and again, kind of segmenting the audience that we do have. If if they don't watch. That type of stuff, then they're left out. Um, sticking on the middle of the road, down the middle of the road, is pretty safe. MCU is very, you know, fantasy. It's not going to get you those 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 things. Um, there isn't a game out that we're hoping for to like start to cover. Mostly, I think because because we've got burned by the last one that we did. So there's a little bit of like trepidation and hesitancy there, right? So like, do we wanna jump on board another one just to, to you know, in three years from now, like be left with your with an empty pot in your hands? Um, Excuse me, sorry.
0: So then what do we do? Like, so then what's our...
1: What's the end game?
0: So my thought is we just, like, we leave the codex behind. Like, okay. I think I would continue to put out my daily headline recap, which is, like, just to keep this running. And not just to keep it running, just to keep it running, just because that's kind of, like, creatively, that's, like, something I, like, feel like I should do right now. It's like, oh, this is fine. And then yeah. we, like, figure out what we want to do as a show Because then we would make a new show. It wouldn't be like, hey, the Freelancer Codex based on Anthem thing. They'd be like, hey, this is just two brothers talking about the stuff that they're currently doing. And even if that show doesn't find an audience at all, all, like for me, it's more just like creative outlet, right? To talk about this stuff and just to... Right. So that's like my thought. We figure out, hey, what do we want to talk about? And if it's whatever we want, then it's just a, hey... It's a whatever-we-want show that has a completely separate feed. And if people want to follow us over there, they can. If they don't, they don't have to because it's not going to be video game-centered. It's going to be whatever-centered. It's going to be a variety show. It's going to be like, hey, I did this thing. Hey, I watched this. And then we go in-depth about it. And it doesn't really have, like, the shackles of, hey, we have to tie this back into video games somehow. Really, it's just like, hey, if people are listening to this, like this is what it is. Cause right now I still think there's kind of like, even though we're trying to make that this, like there's still, to me, there's still this like knife hanging over it that it's like, Oh, this is that Anthem show.
1: okay. You get what you're saying?
0: So if we want to continue to cast, we just like, all right, let's come up with a new name and we go over here and it's over here for now. And we're not, doing and like, long form. and
1: like shut down this discord and close up these servers and i don't know if I would people move over or
0: no i wouldn't shut down the discord this is my thought like i would not shut down the discord leave it running because i still chat with people in there and it's like a place for some people to come together like i wouldn't even create a new discord for the show i would just be like hey if you want to come chat with us like we're over here on this freelancer codex discord this is where we hang out this is where we chat Like And this new show is just, like, I I wouldn't even be interested in trying to, like, get the word out there. I would more just be interested of just doing it and having a creative outlet. And if people find it, people find it. Cool. Like, if not, whatever. Plus, it also takes the pressure off of me being like, oh, man, I need to put out a tweet. And here's the ratings. Here's the numbers. Because really, like, it's been super...
1: Do you feel that pressure?
0: Yeah, big time. Like, there's, like like anytime i like post a show and i see the numbers like continually like start to decline it just like is a punch to the gut of where we used to be when we were covering anthem to where it is now and it's just like this even though no one's like saying hey you suck you should stop doing this it's just this constant thing that every time i see it i'm like oh wow man
1: i'm sorry i got the yawns no it's fine um, no, I can, under, I can definitely understand that. And like, and like, that's what you'd expect, right? If you came here looking for an Anthem show and then Anthem had its life and did what it did and died, like people would yeah, fall it off would and make, go, it wouldn't make sense. Right. So, so it's definitely not like a, uh, it doesn't have any like vitriol or, you know, like. There's no mal intent involved. People aren't jumping shit because something we said, something we did, a thought that we, a stance that we hold. Right. I mean, it it's could that, be that. You no, know, no, I don't. I don't think that's what it is. Because
0: you said you like meat, like, and then all the vegans yeah, laugh. So
1: all the v vegan, the only one. Um, no, but but I, but I think maybe it, this is just like the natural kind of end to it and there does need to seem there does seem to need to be a kind of like all right shut it down close it down for a little bit um you know we we both have some 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 life things coming up so this would be like a good time to like all right when we come back like well but then you're like i don't know that's tough which part just like like shutting down for like three to four to five weeks until everything that's going to happen ends up happening decisions are made things are things are you know looked at thought out school is over um, some of the big events that are coming that are, are most likely going to take up the extra time that we do have
0: and I think right like,
1: in summer i'll be gone i'll be gone pretty much all of june
0: with yeah. trips
1: and camps and things
0: and i think that might like you said maybe it is a time to think like what we want to do and again like my whole thing is like let's just go do it and have zero pressure and if we want to chat because that's what we do we get together and we talk about stuff and we laugh at stuff yeah. and we wonder why it's so hard to finish a movie like that doesn't go away but the pressure of like trying to figure out seo and build youtube thumbnails and right post this here post that there like i would still do that you know just but have like a hey here's a twitter account and we tweet out a couple things of just what we're doing or even we just use our personal accounts to like do that and because it's like hey this is a personal podcast you want to listen cool you don't want to listen that's fine and i would still just keep doing like the daily headlines over on the codex feed and Say right. hey, hey, Codex you, Like if you're interested, we're doing this thing over here. Because I don't think, because I don't want it to just like die and go away. I just, I think taking some of that pressure off of, off of me, and just like, right. be- because really, like it shouldn't be like this huge thing, that like looking at the numbers like affects me, and it's like oh, because it because it does like numbers like this day and age, internet, SEO engagement it's everything yeah that's all it is like people that look at you you like get high in the rankings and and to me it's like okay you're just a failure as like no one wants to listen to you right so that so that at what point
1: did you did you have a goal for this to become monetized and and like turn into like a big thing
0: oh yeah big time like um there was like a huge, um, hold on, I'm going to start the stream since it's 8.30. Okay. And we can talk about
1: this later if we need to.
0: No, you can talk about it now. Oh. I don't think there's any reason we can't talk about it now. I'm just going to adjust this. Episode 70. Saying adios question mark that's how you build like that's how you get eyes on clickbait titles so clickbaity. yeah clickbait exactly all right so i'm gonna hit record again so that we're recording again i'm gonna hit this button get out of here get out
1: you are listening to the freelancer codex a podcast brought to you by the shut up and respawn network
0: Hey everyone, it's episode 170. Mike and I are discussing the future of the podcast and what we are trying to decide on. So um, we were doing that with our patrons earlier and we just cut them off since it's 8.30 now and we're going to continue the discussion because that's really what we're talking about right now. So so no, so my thing is like like I did have like a huge, like, hey, we're going to do this and then we'll hit these numbers and this is the goal for Twitter followers. This is the goal for youtube subs and this is how many guests i want to have on and like that was all part of like hey as anthem gets bigger and bigger like this is like the trajectory because i didn't want to stay stagnant i wanted to it to grow into something because right like there's always that thought in the back of your mind like hey you know if people like this or if this game blows up you know you could become a personality you could make this into like not like hey support your entire family on um podcast income. I mean some people do that and that's kind of like that's the dream and hope. Hey, you work hard enough. You stick with it long enough that'll work. Um and I and I don't know if it's just like unlucky that like each and every time I've like, hey, let's do this anthem thing. Um because I mean we've even done that. We've even started podcasts before this. I mean there was a long time ago. We like tried to do a podcast. And now it's just always been like something I've wanted to do because creativity creatively it's like hey this would be a lot of fun you can just kind of discuss things and it's just fun to talk about video games but it makes more sense if you like pick a game or you don't pick a game because if you pick a game and that game fails like what do you do right you stop after two and a half years and like oh crap all the momentum you build up just kind of goes away because a lot of the people that that tune in they tune in for that game and if they're not playing that game if no one's playing that game then they just kind of go away and if you try to turn that into like a variety show like right there at the middle it's like well that's really difficult to do first off and then to keep that engagement and then you know if you lose two hosts that that were there then that kind of like you know it takes the hit also and then you're like okay what do you do now so
1: yeah It's a tough question because like if you follow the life of it and the and just how it went out and kind of like our own our own investment into it, our own what we wanted out of it, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, I mean there are definitely there definitely have been uh, more creative hosts than me on the show who we've relied on heavily. With knowledge of systems and consoles and, you know, the the back end of games, Um, we had a game come out that we enjoyed playing, that we started seeing problems early on, that we started seeing communication issues early on with with those who who were trying to support it. it. It had the life that it did. Anthem had the life that it did. The show went through the iterations and evolutions that it did for for one reason or the other. Um, and it's turned into what it is now, which I don't think is bad, but I definitely understand the um, kind of like that, that drive and that desire and that like, OK, define it. What is this really? What are we working for? Because because as a as a productive person you want to have a goal in mind you want to be able to work you want to be working towards something and so when that when that bottom kind of falls out you don't know kind of what to grab onto to kind of hang out with so
0: well yeah and it's kind of like um you jump out of an airplane and you think you have a shoot and then at some point you're like okay if i as long as i don't hit the ground i don't die right so you keep right going along you keep hoping that you just you either continue to fall or you hit the ground and you like start over. And as my personality of like not wanting to admit defeat, like, and I think I probably did this to myself because like in the beginning, it's like, Hey, like, we're not going to stop. We're never going to stop until they shut the servers down. But even after they're like, Hey, we're not doing anything. I mean, eventually those servers will get shut down and Anthem will be unplayable in some form or fashion. I'm sure someone will be able to like spin those up, but it's like, well, I didn't expect that to actually happen i expect to like right. i fully expect something you
1: say right that's just yeah. something you say when you think when you think you've got a good trajectory you're like yeah this is gonna go someplace and and we're here until it closes and then next thing you know you're staring you're staring at the closing sign in your face and you're like oh yeah because right? i yard cell sign is in the lawn and so
0: yeah i fully expected that at episode 170 we would be talking about nerfs Or we would be talking about an upcoming event that bioware had planned
1: we'd be we could have we could have been on you know 2.5 right now or even 3.0 right right? the next the next whatever's coming the the seventh javelin or or the the hip smasher you know the the ranger mace that was just wrecking face all over the place and like
0: and rhyming
1: like leaving things without a trace and You know, and knock
0: everyone into outer space, like like I fully expected. Yeah, that that would be happening, but then it's like, all right, I guess this is like it's, and I don't. It's like okay, it's just time to admit defeat and like to turn it off. And I feel bad because we also have like people that like support us on Patreon that like continue to like support us and be like, hey. do keep, that and i don't know if it's like keep talking or they just completely forgot that we do this and they're like we're taking their money somehow so and then i think always weighs on me It's like do they know that we're still take that i'm still taking their money do they know that and that always just like weirds me out anyway so all that said as mike and i have been discussing i think like i am finally ready to like admit defeat i don't want to say I, admit I, defeat I'm we were defeated look Anthem yeah, gave up before we did because it
1: wasn't, it wasn't a defeat on our part, right? It was, it was at this point I think it was a war of attrition, and and Anthem's resources ran out. We we took it much further than that, right? We we've been what a year plus since Anthem's resources ran out. Um, recently, they kind of threw in the towel when we heard that that anthem next anthem 2.0 was scrapped that that there was going to be nothing and so i i know how you feel and as like that that giddy optimist that i think i am sometimes like like don't feel that way this wasn't a defeat on our part this was us like taking it all the way right we we grabbed the ball we ran as far as we could we we crossed the finish line and then some and and there's no shame in saying you know what this is this is going to be the end of the freelancer codex as we know it, or as we have known it, because we've changed since the end of Anthem. We've be- we've become a uh, we've become a current media type, you know, Disney Plus critique show, just because that's what that's been the content that we've been consuming because of the MCU coming out. So I don't think it's a defeat. I think that it's a natural closing to. To a pretty, to a pretty big book um, in our lives.
0: Yeah, and I think I probably, we probably should have done this a long time ago, right? Like when we heard the news that Anthem was shutting down, we should have like sat down, had a conversation, and then pivot. I guess we kind of did, and then something else. Well, anyway. Well, oh, but then,
1: but then we wanted to keep going, right? Because of the support that we've had from the community, because of the strong Discord that is there, because of the the personalities and the people that we've met there, because of the patrons who who are with us every month, um, you know, giving us their support. Uh, so, so we we do feel that pressure, and we wanted to put a product out, and we put out the best product that we had, trying to transition and pivot to the next thing, right? But then, like, like, like every uh, human—I shouldn't say every human because everybody's different. But, but when you get like, like burnt by something, which I think we did in the case of Anthem, it, you're really hesitant to kind of jump on again, right? So you get back, you fall off the horse, you get back up, you dust yourself off, and you want to jump back on. And, and I think we did once we once we saw the problems and we changed a little bit. But then we even fell off again when we lost a host. And we got ourselves back up, and we jumped on again, and and we were we were securing interviews, and we were talking about things that we were passionate about, and we were on that horse again. Um, but but I think I think we've been bucked off, and this time this time it stings a little bit more than than normal. I, I definitely want to get back on again um, because because Cap says he because if cap can get up and we all want to be like cap then we need to get back up right yeah um
0: and i think in order to do that it'll be because i th- so one thing that that won't change so the freelancer codex rss feed podcast feed won't go away i will continue to be posting daily headline um recaps um that's something that i've done this week um i've kind of enjoyed doing that that's just another creative outlet i think Talking about video games and putting it here, I think that's okay. Like, I don't know if I want to like go and start a brand new like RSS feed for that because I also don't want to like completely shut down the Codex feed. I kind of want it to live there. There's a lot of cool. I think it's a cool like look at. Hey, there. This is a whole history, a whole verbal history of Anthem, and I think that's important right. to have. Like, I have all of the episodes, everything that we've talked about, everything that ever happened in Anthem. Like, we have that history here on my computer and on the feed, so I don't think we're going to lose that. So I'm going to continue to put out those quick 10-minute, you know, audio things about the things that are happening. So I'm going to do that there at the Freelancer Codex. I think what Mike and I are going to do is we will probably take a break from the long-form stuff like we're doing here, and we are probably just going to spin up another show where we do not have the expectation or this weird like lingering cloud of you're supposed to be talking about this game and you're not talking about this game and i think that's going to be something that i am not going to strive to like try to build into anything like massive like because you know i i tried really hard to get the codex to a place where, and, and and we did good. We were, you know, we had, we had a lot of listeners throughout the run. We were having developer inter- interviews. I mean, we got interviews with almost with a lot of people on the Anthem team. We got, I mean, we got interviews with Greg Kasavin, writer of Hades, which is the biggest game of last year. So, like, you know, our little outlet, being able to talk to someone like Greg, Um, talk with the guys over at white moon dreams and talk with, you know, Sarah Amale, the voice actress for the freelancer and Anthem. I mean, we've made, we made some pretty, we took some pretty huge swings and it was pretty cool. And that was a lot of work. That was a lot of, you know, media management, a lot of, you know, building the, building the website, managing all the social medias. And that's a lot of work. And I did a lot of that. On my free time and did a lot of that on my own and then you know editing posting doing all that stuff it takes a lot out of you it's a lot of work and you know just having that stress of seeing numbers and increasingly continue to go down is just kind of like i don't want to say it's like a hit to the ego but it kind of is right like when you see your numbers is, up at one sure. point and then you see them continue to fall and you're like, what am I doing? Like, why am yeah, I? Because,
1: because then you start, then you start like looking internally, right? Like, like what is it that, that we're doing that is not working? What, what did, what changed this time from last time? Cause then we start, you know, really going into it. All right. Like what is, what it, it is, you know? So, so yeah. And you know, and and a little bit more to like what's going on, like, and I don't know if you want to say this here or not, but but as far as I go, I mean, there are some things coming up that like we could use a break, right? Could get some some life choices kind of figured out and career paths and, and busy time of year for the kiddos and, and really trying to go through that that struggle to put out really meaningful stuff. Versus just stuff to say that we're putting stuff out, right? Right? Because there's a because there's a huge difference, and we've both talked about this that that yeah, we could run this forever, but but is it meaningful? Is it worth is it worth someone's time to listen and or watch? So so this it it may all just be coming to a nice kind of like not a stopping point because we are not stopping by by any means, but you know this might be like our mid season hiatus kind of thing, so.
0: Um, I think it's like when, you know, normally in animes when they have their first season and they have the normal voice actors and then they come back for season two and all the voice actors have changed. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's kind of like that. But um, yeah, I think it's something that we're going to kind of reassess what our plans are, what we're going to do and what. Because we will do something in the future and it'll just be us talking about whatever we want without the, um, without the, the, uh, the ghost of Anthem's past hanging over us or Anthem's future getting ready to kick Ebenezer Scrooge into his own grave so
1: right like yeah you know and we and we hope everybody joins us back when we come back and and we still get to have the same kind of interaction and but like Steve said the the Discord isn't going away and and cuz there's still great convos and things happening that aren't Anthem's anthem centered going on there so that's definitely not going away but You know sometimes you just got to look and retool and kind of figure out what it is
0: sometimes you just got to learn how to let these things go right so Um, and maybe that's the lesson just learning when to let go right maybe that's the lesson i have to learn i think that's a
1: lesson that a lot of people could learn when when to like there's a time to play the play that shot and there's a time to leave it in the bag so
0: yeah and maybe it's time to just put that thing away and hit the green so mike let's first of all thank everyone that has stuck with us and have been with us in one form of fashion if whether you listen to one episode or you listen to all 170 episodes whether you listen to all those anthem stories that i narrated and put sound effects to like all that stuff like we appreciate our community immensely um you made it easier to do all this it's we made a lot of good friends, and a lot of people we will continue to talk to. So, we appreciate our community for that. We appreciate Julius, Nathan B, Michael R, Trent B, Men and Steel, Scout sixty nine, Dragonheart seventy six, Jeffrey H, the Gameplay Experience, RZ, and Phaedrin. And I will probably, I will be um, shutting the the patron off. Um, you could probably still go get all the bonus shows, but I'll like I'll be shutting off the payment, so no one's getting charged for for anything else on for the freelancer codex so i'll be turning that off and again we thank you so very much and if it's like something hey you want to continue to support us um and whatever we do for the future or if you want to continue to support the daily news headlines you can do that just let me know and i could turn it back on but as of right now i'm going to go ahead and shut that off so thank you everyone that has supported us all right mike Uh, speaking of stuff that you have been doing what have you been up to this week
1: man you kind of throw it to me on like a like a sad somber note man i I know this is like this is like like game changing right i don't know if i am ready for that like it's sad it's it's not like it's sad but um so what i have been up to this week i have been um kind of mentioned it before but going through a few kind of um, life choices and things. Um, interviewed for a job. Um, decided that, that where I was now in, in my profession wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, not that I disliked it at, by any rate. Um, I've been a PE teacher for 10 years now at an elementary school and, and have since learned some systems, learned some things about myself um got some certificates and and some extra degrees under my belt as most teachers do to to kind of start moving up the ladder to help to help in different areas i i praise the the teacher who can be in the same classroom for 30 years i think that's awesome i am not that person
0: that's a long cannot- time
1: That's a long time to be in the same classroom teaching the same content.
0: Ten years is a long time. And like in our day and age, in our economy, with like the way things are, it seems like people stay for three or four years and then they change or they move on. But ten years is a long time, man. That's a long time to be at the same place.
1: It is a long time to be at the same place and and doing the same things. And, and, you know, working on systems and and really working out the bugs and creating like a great program – a program that 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 kind of can run itself almost, right? When you teach kids routines and, and the way to do things, you'd be surprised at how well they can manage it on their own with little interaction from myself. And so it, it's kind of, I don't want to say painting yourself into a corner because that's really the whole point, right? A great teacher isn't always talking, right? A great teacher gives a few nuggets and the kids go out and experiment with it and learn from it and make mistakes and fail and pick themselves back up and do it again. Right. So I'm kind of been to that point where I've gotten pretty good system down at my school. Um, I'm, I've kind of reached the top of that ladder and it's kind of time to get off at the landing and kind of start climbing another one. Yeah. So I interviewed for a job and it didn't go the way that I would have hoped it went, but, but I, so what I think it did is it kind of let me know that, all right, uh, although you like this school a ton, um, maybe it's time to look elsewhere for the opportunities. Um, and so I think, I think that's kind of what's going to happen. So I've got to turn my attention and my focus to that. And that's going to be challenging because it's it's a big step up, and so um, it's going to take a lot of work and a and a lot of stretching, a lot of good stretching. Right? It's not it's not so daunting that that you're going to just freeze in the headlights. It's enough of a challenge that you know you can face it. You can take a head on, grab the bull by the horns. All those adages that we learn um to kind of help us keep going right so yeah I
0: think um one of the hardest things to do is when you're in that comfort zone is to extend out of it right but it's probably something that you need like when you are feeling comfortable like your progression stops stops so you need to reach out of yourself out of your little bubble that you've created your bubble of comfort and I think they have a word for that I'm not comfort zone or something
1: comfort zone I because it is
0: it, and you need to be kind of scared you need to be nervous about the moves that you're making because if you're not then you're not growing you're not progressing i mean Absolutely. trees have to seeds have to break out of their shell first then they have to break out of the ground and they continue to reach up and grow and if you're not doing that because like you said, there are people that 30 years, I mean, there, there are people that we know from back in 2007 that worked at Lowe's, and again, like it's, it works for some people it works but they're they're still there they still work yep, there
1: their careers yep they're they're going to be there their lifers you know and-,
0: and and that's fine for them but yeah. at some point you like you have to look inward and say like okay am i going to be a lifer is this where i'm going to stop is this where i'm going to peak be? because you know if you, you know as we as we worked in Lowe's, like there's a place where eventually you can't go higher yeah and you are stopped by... There, there's no more upward progression. You will be a customer service representative and that is all you can ever be because uh, you made someone mad or for whatever reason. You just for stop there. whatever reason, right? And like, you know, when your growth stops, like, and I, like I've been at my job, this will be the 11th year I've been working in the field that I've been working in. So, and it's like, well, that's like a career. Like, and one of the scary things is like, okay, how do I start over, right? Right. Like it's impossible to start over. How could I go do anything else than this because of where you are financially? Like starting over into a different into a starter position anywhere else—that's like a terrifying notion.
1: But then you have some of those built-in kind of um, those built-in hurdles that are kind of holding your back, right? So, so maybe your retirement doesn't transfer to a different field, and and you're you're far enough into it to where if you leave. That's not a wise choice, right? right? You can't just leave your retirement on the table. Maybe you know. So, so those those are those built in things in jobs where like I, I really can't, and this is how I get stuck in places. And I think I think there's a good part of the population that is stuck in their job for those very reasons. But like you say, um, I think especially in education, also there are those special type of people who can be in the same classroom for 30 years. And I really do have a lot of respect for them. I know have known many of them. I was doing the math. I was doing the math at school today. We're getting near the end of the school year. So we're learning about all the people who are retiring. And and after learning about the people who are retiring this year, I will be number seven as far as, um, how do I say this? tenure. There, there are, yeah, there are seven people who have been at my school longer than me. Wow. Yeah. In a, I, on a staff, on a staff of 60. Yeah. There and- are seven who have been there longer than me. And that's like, okay, number one, that, that makes you stop and think and go, all right, am I, am I where I want to be? I kind of have broken, I broke my, my teaching career or have broken it into three different sections, Right. Because I, I, I don't want to do the same thing the entire 30 years that I have to be in, that, I, that I'm going to be employed in education. Yeah. so and, and I broke it up into thirds. Like, I can do 10 years here, I can do 10 years here, and then I can do 10 years here. For me, that's enough of a break, enough of a change. For me, 10 years was enough to, to get my feet wet, learn the system, perfect the system, and then kind of move on to something else. I've already been, you know, I've already been one year longer than what I wanted to be, which is fine because not all the opportunities present themselves when, like, according to my timetable. So, right. So, I'm like plus or minus two years on each side. Right. Um, but I think it's time to kind of start seriously looking, you know, after you put some feelers out. And so it got me to thinking one of the things that like life changes and life choices, those are hard for some people. And, and I want to know how people, like, cope and deal and, and like, kind of, you know, work with those. Because they can either make or break you, seems like,
0: right? No, it um, definitely can. I mean, like, for me, like, change is hard. Like, I am very much like, hey, this is, like, the hole I live in. Nothing's going to change. This is the route I go from work, you know. And, like, breaking out of that is, like, you know, it gives you anxiety. It makes you scared, because of all the unknowns, like meeting new people and new roads and going in new places, and like, how am I going to stick out? Because I don't belong here. Because I'm not from here. I don't know what the protocols are. I don't know. You know, there's all those things that go through the your culture, head. Culture, the language. Yeah, the, exactly.
1: Those un, those unwritten and unspoken, right? Like the culture of a school, the, the makeup, who the, the, um, the unspoken pecking order.
0: Right. And, like, how am I going to make a fool of myself? Like, dude, I I still have, like, nightmares of this. So, like, back in high school, I would, I would like, keep track of how many times I thought I made an idiot of myself at school. Nice. Like, I had a notebook. And I would, like, mark it down. Anytime I was like, oh, man, that was really stupid. And it's, like, just like this, okay, can I go through a full day without making an idiot of myself? And, like, just, like, having that kind of mentality of, like, oh, you know watching what you say trying to survive and being like you know having it's like yeah i still have that to where i'm like all right don't mess up don't mess up and you did think you about Did really you have a notebook? Yeah i did. And you think about it so much that it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy right mm-hmm. that you're like oh, i did the thing because i was I, so I focused on it i don't want to mess up i don't
1: want to mess up so
0: i mess up right exactly yeah And that's just
1: it's tough. It's tough to go through. And it's it's tough to navigate those waters in high school. It's tough to navigate those waters in your professional life. It's tough to it's it's tough to do it no matter where you are. I I I would like to think that maybe some of the um, um, more seasoned business people or even teachers, administrators, I, I would like to think that they've got it figured out. But then part of me is also like, no. That's probably that's probably not something you ever really are like. Yeah, I got this going. I'm I'm good at this.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I think I mean I don't know. You you know a lot of people in in the uh, in the education field that are just like, nope. This is how I'm going to do it. This is how I did it thirty years ago. This is how I'm going to do but it now. True. And I'm going to die I'm on this still hill.
1: Gonna, I'm still going to print my transparencies, transparencies, and use my overhead. And so yeah.
0: Yep, this it's is not this is not how we math back in my day. Anyway, I think Exactly. Yeah. So I'll go over myself real quick and then as a final we will cover the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier and then Ooh. And then that's where we'll leave it for a while until you hear back from us. So, um so one thing I have been doing my wife and I have been watching the new Netflix show called Shadow and Bone. This is based off of a oh, YA novel. That. It's pretty interesting. We are four episodes in. It is very, it's got some high production values. The world's kind of interesting. So they've got people that can do magic and it's kind of like in the middle of like World War Two, where people have repeating rifles and there's this army and there's this thing in the middle and there's a chosen one, chosen one storyline. I don't know how much I enjoy this chosen one storyline because there's always seems to be a chosen one that's got to do the thing um interesting cast of characters i think it's i i we've been enjoying it so far i think it's like worth the time i mean it's on netflix if you have netflix what else are you gonna watch um you might as well watch shadow and bone but i've been enjoying it also mike i don't know um we have been watching a lot of superhero stuff um you should check out invincible on amazon prime i think you might like this show it is animated um you should check it I out I have
1: seen it I' have seen it show up on my prime so.
0: so so tomorrow is the season finale of the first season uh we just got word that it has been renewed for two seasons so that's how well the show that's is doing they're not just doing one more season they're going for two um I think you might like it I'm I'm really enjoying um invincible I think it's got an interesting character's an interesting story um the animation kind of reminds me of Batman the animated series it's not like anime animated it's like you know, um, Western animation type deal Not like Avatar cool. the Last Airbender But it's kind of old school You know It'll just linger on a shot of people staring at each other That kind of thing But Dragon Ball um, No Dragon Ball I mean there are episodes where they just lingered on each other I mean that's, that's a whole nother <laughs> level of animation But you know what When you have 300 episodes If you can get away with just showing one drawing That you did for an entire episode That's just efficient right I mean, yeah
1: that's that's like that's like doing it. That's yeah. finding those systems and finding those exploits in that systems. That's that's pushing Atheon off the edge. Exactly,
0: right? and that guy's like, get this guy a raise. <laughs> this is the same frame, and we extended it for thirty minutes of Goku just like screaming into the air. Like, I don't know how how yeah you don't get much better than that. All right, so I got uh, vaccinated. I'm full vax now. Like the second shot knocked me down pretty hard. Like while I was at work, that was rough. Um, so hopefully, hopefully I'll get superpowers soon. Not sure what nice. superpower I will get. I prefer yeah. like magneto style superpowers being able to control, um, magnetic fields. I think that would be cool. So either that or, or storm superpowers being able to control the weather. Like one of those two top tier don't really want like uh, toad superpowers where you just turn into a frog. <laughs> that seems pretty lame as far as uh, superpowers go. So don't really want that one. So
1: that would be pretty lame.
0: We also kinda started playing with some cryptos, huh? That was kinda fun. I don't know if we should like go around telling people we're playing with crypto because so eh, yeah, it's been an interesting every,
1: everybody's doing it.
0: You know, eventually, eventually, when the when the U.S. dollar dies and all there is is Dogecoin and people like wearing hats with uh, Shiba <laughs> dogs on it, that might be all that we have is Doge. So, um, yeah, that's been kind of interesting. It's it's nice when you can just like not look at your crypto wallet and just be like, okay, I'm putting this down. It's also like you know the DeFi, like the blockchain is interesting. Like blockchain yeah. is very complicated. I don't even know how to explain the blockchain. I feel like you know Asgard's just kind of up there somewhere in space and like thor just kind of gets there whenever and it's just kind of there i think that's what the blockchain is something's happening up there i think it's important and you can access it some way through through your phone so i'm not exactly sure how that all goes but hey you know what if in if we're rich in like five years then it was all worth it right but It was, but was all worth a burn. down trees. We're not
1: financial planners. We're not financial advisors. Everything we say is for entertainment purposes only. But it's it's kind of fun just to because I think some of it may be a little bit like where were you during GameStop and AMC and and you know the cryptos of of 2021 like like we at least tried it. We put our we put our hat in the ring. We kind of learned the different systems, how to buy the different coins and tokens the the complex way that that needs to be done, um, the mess ups that you have, it's kind of fun to learn and just to be a part of and do, and and who knows what it'll turn into, right? It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it's in the cards that that I am one of those people that that gets to have a bank account that uses commas, um, you, and,
0: and that's weird because I think that's what they want us to feel like. They want us to yeah. feel like, yeah, you'll never be rich. Like you will work all your life. You'll never have enough money to buy that gallon of milk that you need. You will struggle. You will never have, like, I think that's kind of like how it's set up, right? Like, eh, you can't be rich like us. Like, I'm rich. Like, you can't be rich up here. So, good (laughs) luck. I'm going to continue to be rich while you are going to suffer. So, I think, like, you know, as as we look at Bitcoin and, you know, Bitcoin eight years ago when someone's like, Oh, I bought Bitcoin at three cents and I sold it at 30. I made such a big profit. And then you're like, oh yeah. dang! And then it's like, well, if if well, you can didn't do it, if <laughs> you didn't, yeah. And so. that's the thing. It's like you still gain. Hey, you got to realize your gains. And even though you didn't sell it, you know, you didn't sell your coins when it was sixty five thousand dollars per Bitcoin. You know, like that's life. I suppose. Like, what can you do? You can't go back in time and change this. You just gotta cry and be like, hey, you got thirty and cents just, per Bitcoin. And
1: just, yeah, and just wonder what could have been. Right. But but there's no there's no wondering what could have been if you never if you never put your shoe in the ring or hat in the thing. Right. So like it's fun. However, whatever that adage is. Right. That we said. But yeah. So that's the thing that we were both been trying out and doing. So,
0: yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Spoilers for the season finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier happens now. Rule number two. You know I ain't got It's rule, rule number two. Nobody gets hurt. It's a big one. And why isn't there rule number one? I always <laughs> wanted to be an Avenger. Oh, man. It's a dream come true, you know? <laughs> we need someone to inspire us again. Someone who can be a symbol for all of us. We need new heroes. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Episode six. One world. One people. Um, I've been doing a lot of research and like getting a lot of takes on Falcon on the Winter Soldier. Um, just because we kind of had extra day to listen to it, I I think the general consensus of the show is like, yeah, it was cool, right? I mean, is that the same vibe that you're getting? It's like, yeah, all right, yeah, moving on. It was, it was, it was, it was what we had. It was what we watched, right? So like,
1: it wasn't. it, and 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 it wasn't terrible, right? Like like if you listen to to the rest of our shows, you might you might glean that we think that that it was bad. It definitely does. It definitely has some bright spots, but it definitely has some low points. Overall, it's not terrible. It's entertaining. We were entertained every time we watched it. We rolled our eyes at a few parts, but that's okay um
0: overall it was entertaining was that me or was that you
1: no that was you i heard it on your
0: end i don't know what it would be from though like i have nothing turned on so i'm not sure exactly where it came from so as we open and and i don't think i want to go i actually don't want to do like a step-by-step like we have on this one just because it's like i really don't want to go through that so i think we'll touch on like some high level stuff here so Let's discuss the Flag Smashers and why so far. Do we we have to, though? And why so far? let's,
1: Let's start it. Let's start it like. At like. So okay, if we, we can it, start yeah,
0: I want smashers. to start at the bottom and work towards the top. So at the end, it's like overall positive. I don't want to just be like super negative because the Flag Smashers, like from the beginning of the series, we did not have much of their motivations. We did not get a sense of who they were, what exactly they were fighting for, who they were fighting for, and why they thought this was the best way to go about it. Um, Carly Montague, whatever her last name was, was never like an inspiring character. The way that she delivered her lines, the delivery, the situation maybe it was the writing, maybe it was just like, hey, this is what I think. Like, just not an interesting character. I think the most interesting villain, because like, even here now, like, I don't know if this show would actually, well, Zemo is a villain. So we'll, I'll just add a minute. Like, Zemo being a villain and having Batrock in there, like, if those two were the villains of this show, I think I could get on board with that. I think Batrock. Mm-hmm. Would have been a good foil to Sam. They are both normal, both pretty strong. Um, Batroc can leap around, and he's French. But other than that, like the Flag Smashers, the other people that we had fought, like I don't know if there was a through line. And maybe COVID happened. Maybe they had to adjust some things to make it a different show than what they had planned. But the villains in the show like just never really coalesced into like a huge threat for me. Like even as we get towards the tower, because in this thing, like the Flag Smashers are going to stop the GRC vote. um, At first, they're like, we got to stop the vote. We'll kidnap them or we'll kill them or we'll kidnap them, then try to kill them. There was never like even in the beginning, like all the senators were just kind of in the building, like standing around like a bunch of horses being like. So what do we do? And I'm like, where's the security getting these people out of there doing something? Like the lights are going yeah. crazy. It's red. And people are just like, what's going on? The lights are weird. And everyone's like, okay. it's just, So a lot of weird stuff happening. Um, and I just, I wish, I wish there was a better villain for Sam and Bucky to go up against other than just the super soldiers plus the other super soldiers that never really said anything. I mean, if you were to like, if this was a two, if there was Bucky and Sam versus eight super soldiers, like the super soldiers should have like kicked the crap out of these guys and just like moved on. Right. But they just weren't used in any interesting way or giving any type of story. And most of them didn't even seem like they were on board with what Carly was like feeding them anyway. And I think that was
1: very, that was very apparent this episode that, that a lot of them, that, that Carly had gone off, right? She had gone off and was doing things that, that the other Flag Smashers that we saw weren't in agreement with, right? She, to the point where Carly had to do the whole, you know, I'm gonna say our motto and you have to repeat it right away. And they didn't repeat it right away. So she had to say it again. And there's this like pseudo moment of tension. Carly's motives, the Flag Smashers motives were never defined at the beginning they they never got defined throughout we we only really vaguely know what they wanted um zemo great villain should have been in it more maybe maybe i th- i think maybe he was he could have gotten been one of those that like if we see too much of him we're like oh he he kind of is lame now
0: yeah i I'm surprised that uh, i'm going to stop you villain. right there for just one okay. second before we get into that okay. We just got uh, Big Willie 371 in the chat, says, uh, quote, I see your face, dear child. It consumes my mind. Your life is fleeting before you. Don't you understand? With every day, the kiss of death becomes closer and closer. Judge not me for being in this imprisonment, but judge yourself for not having enough courage to look at yourself and think how trapped you are, end quote. Uh, that comes from Big Willie 371, Um there's more. Should I read more? <laughs> There's more now. I'm kind of scared to read it.
1: Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe you should read it beforehand, as I kind of okay. talk a little bit, so you can kind of screen where it's coming from.
0: <laughs> no, I got um, Dang it.
1: Got the hiccups. So it, this 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 episode opens up to a, to a fight that I thought was actually kind of cool, and a reveal that I thought was actually done really well because this is when we first see sam bust out his captain america falcon uniform his new threads right he punches through
0: the tower oh, what do you think you have some what do you think of his new uh his new uniform
1: i i like the uniform from the from the shoulders down i think it's good i wasn't like too happy with the way that it goes over his head um and I did notice that I don't think he liked it either. If you'll notice, when Anthony Mackie is wearing the costume, like he can't stop blinking. So, I, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, I don't know if the glasses, the tint of the glasses, because it looks like they were they were kind of like that HD type lenses. Uh, so, so I can see I can see that he looks like a falcon, right? The way that it comes up kind of around his neck. I get it. He looks like a falcon. It's, it's weird that his ears are sticking out. Like, he's got little holes cut for his ears, and they're like, oh, there's his ears, and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Um, I, overall, I really liked it. I liked the integration of the wings and the shield. I I was really excited about that. I liked how he crashed through crashed through the window and did his three-point landing. Hit His battle between him and Batroc wasn't terrible. Um... I, they are evenly matched and it and it really was a great it it wasn't as there were some um if you if you watch it you could pick out some parts where you're like oh that's that's him and cap in winter soldier right because because they did that they did a throwback to that and I caught that and that was kind of cool um so I was I was impressed by that yeah it, I, it wasn't the best I think there was a little bit of shaky cam and uh, the cutting wasn't the greatest. And I you like know, seeing fights.
0: Like, yeah, and I and I think I like seeing the whole fight. And I think the show suffered from its fight choreography. Like I was kind of ex- because if you remember, like Civil War or even Winter Soldier, like the fight in the in the hotel where they're jumping down the staircase, like there's some really good fight choreography in the Captain yeah. America movies. I think there was not a lot of good choreography in this show when there could have been. The fights, like you said, they're cut very fast um you can tell it's like hey carly's putting on a mask there's a stunt double like you know it's very obvious when that's happening like even if and and i think one of the disadvantages to us like slowing down going through these the show frame by frame like all that stuff is very apparent when you're like scrubbing through video of like okay he punched way over the head. Someone missed our cue here because this person just jumped to the side and kicked out at nothing. So there's a lot of stuff in there that, you know, when you when you watch it once and you see it for the spectacle, it's really easy to miss those things. But as you go over it again, you're like, OK, there's not a really a lot here. Um also, like Batrack throws a, a chair at the shield and knocks the shield out of the air, which is kind of weird when like Sam's using the shield to bust open helicopters and go through windows, and you're like, Man, that's one strong shield, I guess, or one strong I, chair. I I, I I have to imagine and
1: think that vibranium weighs a little bit more than PVC plastic. Right? Like, like you it's... know when Sam when Sam can pick up the shield with his fingertips like, and just like, okay, it's up now. Like there has to be some kind of weight well, to it other than, cause he did that. He did that when, when um, we cut, when, uh, cause I watched, I watched again and like when he's, when he's giving the shield back, he picks it up like that and it's like super light and you like, you can tell it's a prop and I'm like, uh, Okay yeah vibranium'
0: so, super light though that's like one of its attributes of being really light. It um, is
1: super light.
0: Yeah vibranium is super okay. light so okay. it's very strong I'm okay with that then yeah and that's just kind of one of the the attributes of, of vibranium itself but but you are correct Perfect. like there's still needs to be some weight because I mean like anytime someone yeah. hits someone with that vibranium shield, they go flying back. So anyway exactly. it's vibranium it's magic. So, it comes back to you defies gravity.
1: So moving on, what do you think about about John Walker and his entrance and his homemade shield that ended up looking a whole lot better than what we saw him making at oh, yeah. the end of episode five? He must have gone and to like, like a like, real what do you welder. think about his whole kind of his arc, if you can call it an arc?
0: Um, his arc was not very good. I think that he redeemed himself like very quickly and him and bucky were just like hey yeah cool man let's go let's do this. I don't know if they were just like hey we just need another super soldier but him like being bad, killing the dude, coming back like I know people are like oh he redeemed himself like no he didn't. He still killed someone. Still like was not he's not a good guy. He's like he's a bad guy. And like, it just
1: he's he's, he's got to be off his like the serum is affecting him there's there was a, a a little spot in um i think it was the end of episode 5 when he when does he debut uh, the us agent suit is That's it the end the of end episode of 5 or is it in the end of 6 end of 6 end of 6 so there's there's one part where he does like a little head twitch kind of thing you're like oh this dude's crazy
0: yeah like, and and that would be fine but again like I think the same thing that happened at the end of WandaVision where there's no responsibility, no... Mm -hmm. Like, Wanda just, like, entrapped all these people and then just pieces out. There's no... What's the word I'm looking for?
1: Consequences. There's no
0: consequences for her at all. She just leaves. Like, we know that John was, like, stripped of his rank or whatever, but he's still just walking around. He, like, put on the shield, like, put on... Like put on
1: he, his uniform and is walking around around police cars and police units, yeah. you know, intervening with U.S. senators who should have at this point their armed guard who should have who should have had better protocols um when it came to like, all right, like if if this space is compromised, something is going to happen. Right. But right. then they show that the flag smashers have infiltrated every key position we're we're helicopter pilots now we drive the armored trucks we we're in everything right yeah, this we're is like a whole we're we're it's wherever whole hydra we thing need, again yeah
0: we're wherever we need to be for the plot yeah. and and again like this is something that because the flag smashers are kind of lame like carly called in a lot of people at that park they're just like everyone in the park happened to be a flag smasher but then, as you do in these things, like towards the end, it's like this is something that always bugged me about Milan, um, the cartoon. Like when they're doing the "Let's Get Down to Business" fight um, choreography, there's like I don't know, two hundred soldiers. By the time like the army for Milan is walking out um through the snow, there's like twelve of them. And it's yeah. like the same thing because like, well, we don't want to animate a hundred of them. So let's just say there's 12 of them now. And it's the same well, thing and here. It's,
1: and it's the elites, right? It's the ones that you're like, OK, we know that we know that you're going to make it to the end. And and this is like the uh, the red shirt syndrome in Star Trek, right? Yeah. So so if you ever see a red shirt run around, you're like, oh, he's dead.
0: And, he, and here they just they kind of all disappear like the senators yeah. get put into trucks. And again, this is where I'm like, all right, Carly, like, are you killing these people to stop the vote? Are you kidnapping them to stop the vote? In which case, if you do kidnap them, like what's your end game? Or why and, not just kill them all there? Them? How does yeah. this prevent any type of vote? Because now these people will just double down because, hey, look what the terrorists did. So there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't make sense about them. Um, but then when we get to Sharon, Sharon shows up and pulls off like a fake mask and she's like, hey, and, or Bucky's like, how are you showing your face here? And she's like, no one's looking for me anyway. And I'm like, then why would you have a mask on? Why would you have
1: a mask on? And why weren't you, why were you in Madripoor? And,
0: and turns yeah. out to everyone's surprise, because no one saw this twist coming. Like this has been like the biggest twist since, I don't know, since we knew that, um, oh shoot, the Vulture that, that was Frodo actually, keeps the ring. Yeah, that Frodo keeps the ring. So Sharon's like, hey, I'm the power broker. But also like, again it feels like maybe they decided really late that she was the power broker because even being the power broker like she didn't do anything like nope. first she's like I'm gonna come kill and, you and
1: and her motivations are okay why why did you give Carly the super serum to begin with like, right what was Be- because- what are your motivations?
0: like we, and we we've complained about this in the past because it doesn't make any sense that she's like she fought against hydra like um she well, is I'm, well th- i'm
1: going to get ready to blow your mind here in a second right because doing my research i found out that there is a section of the internet that think that she was bad from the beginning that that when she that during winter soldier when she went in to reveal herself to Captain, Uh, to Steve Rogers after Nick Fury had been shot. She was actually going in there to make sure that he was dead and she would have killed him had he not been or had she not thought that he had been dead. That she was bad from the beginning because Hydra found her early and approached her early and recruited her and she was a sleeper agent. And so everything that we see in, in Winter Soldier the confrontation with um oh shoot shoot what's his name i can see his face with crossbones um that was all staged because she was just biding her time and yeah
0: well then that just gets into like oh you're a double triple x quadruple Mm -hmm. agent so then why would she steal the stuff for for steve
1: again she was she was playing the part
0: yeah whatever the confidence right I could say that about Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers was also a Hydra agent, but you right. know, at the end, he this is anyway. That's all dumb. So, and her motivations are all dumb because whether like you can believe that that's fine. It's fun to have like little. Fan oh, carries. I don't believe it. Well, I know you don't because you're a sane person, and only an insane person mm-hmm. would believe that Agent Thirteen was actually bad. It also what is, did
1: what did you think about the um, helicopter? And Falcon Soldier, American Captain, Falcon. Captain America, Captain America. What did you think about the helicopter scene?
0: Um, that was a scene that happened. I think it's like, the if Senator it, having the flight experience, that's whatever. If you are Captain America and you have wings, <laughs> every villain you face is gonna have a helicopter. Like that's just that has to be what it is, right? Because you have to be in the air. You have to fight someone up there, which is fine. And I think, like, Sam's suit is interesting. It's cool. He's got, like, double the amount of, like, red wings now. And they're super powerful or whatever. But I don't know. Like, I just... It was just there. Like, I wasn't excited by it. I wasn't just like... It's like, okay, whatever. Um, So, yeah. It's just like, whatever to me. The whole helicopter. I think... I. I think nothing compares to the opening, like, flight scene in episode one when we're flying through the canyon with those helicopters and wingsuits. I mean, if right. if you look back at that, like, like, that's the best part of this entire series was that opening for episode one. Like, hands down, that was the most exciting. That was, like, Sam at his peak. Like, that is the pinnacle. Like, they started out on the best note. And just kind of like went down like a game stock 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 for over a period of time.
1: All right, so we talked about the uh, the action sequences, the ones we like, the ones we don't like. Um, there were some interesting parts. Sam was able to use his red wings to to lift an armored car because of of course. Um, what did you think about the not so subtle social? messages about it um that ran throughout the show
0: so i think the message of like you know actually listening to people and you know having our elected officials be better is something that resonates with me because that's something that i'm always like talking about like we need better people in power that actually care that actually understand or even want to understand like the things that we're going through right because I don't believe that any of the politicians actually care. I think they're more interested in re-election and keeping their place at the table and making money. Like that's, I know that's a very pessimistic view of how I think of our leaders, but I think every one of them are like that. Like if there were, if there was a good one, they get bought off and they get corrupted. And you know what? Money changes people. And so, yeah. So I think like Sam telling them, hey, be better. Also though, it's like, well, how, how do you want them to be better? I think, you know one thing that we always talk about is we need solutions not just like hey just do this better it's like oh okay well maybe anyway so that's that was fine i think i liked um bucky being like hey all i heard was uh black captain america i thought bucky and sam again like their interactions are the best part of this show and i thought that their back and forth was really good so yeah and i think everyone should just try to do better what don't.
1: about what about Isaiah's arc, or maybe not arc, but Isaiah's story and his weavings throughout? How do you think that that ended up?
0: So I I really like this. I liked that even though like before when Isaiah's like, if you tell someone, they're just gonna come kill me, right? And then Sam's like, hey, I'm going to tell everybody that you are the black captain America, which I thought was kind of weird. But apparently, like, the show just kind of forgot that and be like, no, it's fine. So I do like the memorial of Isaiah and like the stuff that he went through. Um, You know, I think it's important that history gets told and it gets told correctly. I like that Eli went with them. It kind of sets up Eli, gets him more time in the spotlight to... Be like, hey, you're going to be a reoccurring character in the future. Hopefully, they do that um, that series where where he becomes the Patriot and he teams up with uh, Wiccan and and Speed. Is that what he's called? Yeah, I think that the the other twenty is it Wiccan. Speed. Wiccan is the magic guy, then Speed. I think they call him Speed. Maybe I'm mixing up all my superheroes. But then Maybe. we'll also get Miss Marvel, Perfect. and then you know, um, Echo from. Hawkeye or whatever. So, like, I I did like that part. I liked that. Even though, like, I think Isaiah was kind of, like, too teary-eyed for the amount of, like, anger that he had around all that. So maybe he was just like... Because at first he was like, no, I don't believe in any of this. I hate that. Don't even show me this crap. And for him to be like, you know a little like, bit of a
1: 180 kind of and,
0: and it might have been though like yeah maybe sam did inspire him and this was just kind of touching for him to actually see like okay he is being like recognized for the things that he did and saving all those people so i enjoyed that part of it um and you know like even good
1: how surprised were you that carly
0: died oh I was, I was not surprised i think we were kind of like debating like she either dies or she gets changed at the end I did think that it was very much like I don't know, you just shot her. I guess that's just kind of like is very anticlimactic.
1: Yeah. That. It wasn't like a good it wasn't even a good battle. It wasn't it wasn't a battle. It was it was the power broker's move, right? Cause it was cause it was Sharon that did it.
0: Um Yeah, so then and then she off Spatrock. And, and then just, Sharon
1: Off's bat I right? was really, so that, like
0: I think that was the part I was the most mad at because I think he was a good, like just normal villain, reoccurring villain mm-hmm. that Sam could meet, they could have some rapport. Not like the Joker to Batman, but maybe like a like you know Just
1: like a white whale, a kind of a no, white it's, whale type it, thing. It's like, like that th- could that could have been his yeah, right? that could have
0: been the per that that could have been the lizard to Peter Parker. Like, hey, the lizard shows right. up. You don't really want to kill the lizard. You just got to stop the lizard. He's got to stop Batrock. He just likes to leap. And at this point, the two of them were just like, okay, there's this rivalry to see who's stronger and who can beat up yeah. who. And it wasn't really like I know Batrock was like, hey, I want to murder you, but I mean, he probably could have murdered Sam. He's got a lot of weapons. Um, so that part I was really disappointed with that they just killed him off. But again, we didn't see any brain matter. We didn't see a body, and it's comic, mm-hmm. so he could come back. He could come
1: back. The power broker could have shot a couple blanks. It could have been set up from the beginning, right?
0: Yeah. Um, he could be a squirrel, what, about,
1: so. what about the butler?
0: Yeah, so this is interesting. So when the, the rest of the Flag Smashers get into the armored car and the guard's like, one world, one people, you're like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And then it blows up. And you're like,
1: well, yeah. then
0: what was the point of that? Right. <laughs> like, is it like it's... It's so weird because it feels so disconnected. With like, if you're just gonna blow them up, you don't have like a, "Hey, we got the secret for you." You're gonna jump out of here, right? You just you just blow them up and that's it. Otherwise, you're mm-hmm. like, "So who is that guy?" And like, why did they just not like have them escape? So it was really weird. Like, have the driver be the one world person anyway. Um, yeah. but yeah, like the butler did that. Zemo got his revenge. Zemo's over in the raft because the Wakandans took him there. I figured they would have taken why? him to Wakanda. Yeah, I'm why not didn't sure. they
1: take him to Wakanda?
0: I'm not sure. Maybe so that he can be there for some other reason. When a bunch of other villains get in there, then they become the Thunderbolts. So is,
1: he, is he the only one in the raft now then?
0: I don't know. I don't know who else would be there after the blip. Like who are the big bads that you would like well, well, send Not even off to not the even raft?
1: The, well, I guess that's true because because Steve breaks, breaks um... Steve breaks his crew yeah. out. And no at one else was in of. there. That is true. So I think at this point Zemo is the only one there.
0: Which is really boring. But an easy gig for that guard that's there, I guess maybe. Uh, except except guards in the MCU
1: or like stormtroopers in Star Wars. Like they just suck plus, at their job. Plus
0: the guard's either a scroll, he's either Hydra, or who knows, right. right?
1: Right. Who knows what it is? They are what the story needs them to be. Yeah. All right. So overall. Episode six finale. Oh, before we do that, before we do that,
0: I have one more question because as we cut over to the um, to Elaine, so Elaine takes John and John's wife. I forget what John's wife says. Over, they're in that same like building with the hearing. So why would you take him there? This I don't understand. Like, why would you go to this room to have this scene? Like, this scene could have been done in a bar, at their house. It could have been done in some secret place. Like, you're in a... locker
1: room of a high school that you used to play for, that you actually had some connection to. Because how do these three randos, one disgraced officer, the wife of a disgraced officer, and we have no idea who Elaine is at this point... We're we're supposed to assume that this is in a Capitol building and people can just like rent a room in the Capitol building. Which also
0: means that this was like sanctioned by the government. Right. Right. Because they like got him a new suit. And now (laughs) she does. And when she's like, "Well, we'll need a U.S. agent. It's like a really great way to shoehorn like his title. Like, just don't say his name. Just be like, yeah. Pick up the phone when I call you. Hey look, yeah, guys, assume that we know because we probably do. It's the US agent. Oh man, and you're like, what a dumb name of all the names. Like US agent is pretty dumb. And her banter isn't the greatest. It seems very very forced.
1: It's not natural. I don't think it,
0: I don't think anyone can keep up with her. I think she's like at this whole level and she's expecting people to rise to it and they're just like I don't think they can cuz she's like very quick, very snappy, and everyone else is just kind of, like, there, like, yeah. basking in her shadow. And there's, like, I love being in her shadow. She talks so fast.
1: Right. All right, and then the, I guess the last part, then, is um, Bucky getting closure with his, um the father of the son that he had to kill as the Winter Soldier. Mr. Nakajima. Um, did you find it odd that he didn't go in and sit and talk or even that they didn't have a moment where they looked up and made eye contact? Did that Was that normal for you? Was that odd for you? Was it, it, Did it, you
0: even think about it? No, I thought about it because I thought it was odd because it mirrors the scene where he went and tried to do it the first time and he just leaves. And we don't really get anything else after that. Like, even if there was like, a, I hate you, go away, or thank you for telling me, I think it would have been better than just, because, like, maybe he doesn't have the closure now, or if that's all it was. Because when Sam talks to him, he's like, hey, it's not enough to say sorry. You, like, need to be of service to people to, yeah. like, make amends. And he just like, all right, I guess this is it. Which And maybe that's all um, Bucky needed. Uh, he returned the book to his terrible therapist, who maybe she got fired because she's a bad therapist. I don't know.
1: Did you, uh, did you do what I did and pause and try to look at the names? No. Oh, not at all. At this Did point, I was it?
0: at this point, I was Did like, you see oh, "Whatever, Zemo I'm done."
1: Was Zemo was one of the names? Oh, really? He was, yeah. And it was crossed off.
0: Well, don't you remember that he's like um, Zemo? Told him the
1: Bullets, right?
0: No, oh, you remember he's like, I crossed my name off in your book. Oh, that's
1: right. That's yeah. Right.
0: So Zemo crossed it off, and then he dropped the yeah. bullet. So
1: I didn't recognize any of the other names. I don't know if we were supposed to. I, think- I thought it would have been a few, kind of like. I bet maybe those who who are more versed with the comics may recognize a name or two,
0: but I didn't. I think for these shows like *WandaVision*, they put a lot of the creators of the shows, like people that were working on production sets. Um, they put a lot of those names like on um, all over the place. So probably it might have just been them. It might I have been the directors and stuff. Yeah, I didn't read anything that was saying otherwise. That hey, here's an Easter egg. So cool.
1: So overall, episode six—just the episode six, one through ten, ten being great, one being not so great—I
0: give it a solid five. I give it five Captain America shield throws out of ten.
1: And then overall series, the the, Captain—I'm sorry—the Falcon and the Winter Soldier in its entirety. Some of the some of the character arcs that we saw, some of the character circles that we saw. Um, What do you give it?
0: Oh, am I just ranking it as a show, like one out of 10? Like as a series? Yeah, one out of 10. I don't know. I'll give it a... 10 I'll being...
1: G- how about we'll do 10 being oh. um, Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier, and one being the Invincible Hulk. Uh, Incredible
0: Hulk. I'll, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a C plus. It's passing. It's fine. It's fine. Um, One thing I was very disappointed in that I really, really wanted, like we needed to see the boat on the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah
1: some payoff there right i am
0: so mad that we did not see the boat on the water
1: or and sam casting a net off or bucky casting a net off with his
0: nephews out there like Mm -hmm. having the boat i mean this is like we were from the beginning save the boat fix the boat like bring the community together to get the boat working and we didn't see the boat on the water like i'm that was i'm so disappointed that we did not see the boat on the water so what about you? It wasn't a Where terrible show.
1: It? it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. There were some eye roll moments. There were some cool action moments. Like, like the the writers of the world need to get together and have some workshops and con- and some conventions on how to end your stories and create villains that we care
0: about yeah stephen king should totally like lead up that whole like how to end a series right stephen king should be there
1: stephen king i don't know about stephen king no
0: he shouldn't be there dr. he's terrible at ending. yes
1: yeah, dr seuss did a um but but like but like come on like trust your audience enough and you know and and maybe i don't know lay off the politics and the I don't not think. so subtle undertones as much maybe I no, don't know
0: I, I think I think here's the thing like I think put your politics in but you need to commit to the bit commit if, to them yeah. if you are going to talk about racism if you're going to talk about all this stuff like you need to talk about it then and you need to put it out there like there's one thing like you know hey it's real subtle like you and I talked about the whole bank thing If we're like, hey, like, this isn't racist, and everyone else is like, no, it's definitely racist, like, you need to talk about these things to where it's like, this is the point we are trying to get across. Right. And it's like, and tell that. Don't be like, all right, the people that know will know. It's like, no, like, talk about it then. Address it if you want to address it. And I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't want politics in my media. It's like, I don't know, like, what to tell you. Like, anytime you watch a war movie, that's all politics. Like, war is politics. So. I don't know. I think if you're going to talk, uh, I'm no. not
1: going to buy that completely because no, word's uh, totally not, politics. Yes, it is. I'm not going to, Oh, I'm not going to buy that completely though. Cause I, I would rather, I, I don't, and I said it at the onset, like, like I don't want to think when I watch stuff sometimes, I just want to watch something. Not, not that I, not that I'm blowing off the social issues that are, that need to be addressed within people. And right, because there are a, fact, a fraction of people who, who are do not treat other human beings the way that they should. Um, and, you know, like, and I'm, and I'm going to leave it at that, because, yeah. again, I don't it's, it's not something that it's not something that I care to maybe maybe that's what it is. I don't I don't I don't presume to judge people on the way that they are doing things unless I see something that is blatantly, blatantly goes against what I feel believe in my like heart of hearts. And so I don't know. It's for me, for me, maybe I'm just not ready to have those conversations. Maybe I'm not ready to, maybe I'm just not ready to have those. And I, or I don't have the experiences necessary to become someone who could discuss those things. Because I also think that there's a portion of people on both sides of of the race topic, who are probably in that boat who who don't have enough experience with it to make an opinion and and I guess also I think that that no matter what I say it's going to be wrong to some group of people
0: right no that's that's for sure um, and I think it's valid to recognize that like hey I don't ha- I'm not equipped to discuss this there are p- other people that are more equipped to discuss this and at the end of the day like we say it's like you treat people how you want to be treated. Right. Like if we were all to treat people how we wanted to be treated, then the world would be a better place. Right. And that's like no if and or buts about it. Like you treat people. And that's the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. And like, you know, and it's fine. Like if you don't want politics in your stuff, that's fine. That's an opinion that you have. Um, yeah. We know that Kevin Feige was like, hey, this is about race. And like that was from the onset we knew it was going to be in here. I just wish like if they were going to tackle it, like tackle it more. Like. And because there were some, there was some shying away from it, right? Like I think the Isaiah storyline could have been like way more involved, in depth. And you know what? I would have rather have gone that story than Sharon Carter like being bad or Carly being like, "Hey, we're gonna go Carly, smash but... some flags and blow some people up, but we're the good guys." Anyway, because, so yeah. So so this has been Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and on that note, we will things to
1: look forward to black widow i think is coming to disney plus loki widow, is coming soon loki for for those who want to watch the and the big anti-hero thing right everybody's all about the anti-hero now
0: he's not an anti-hero um, he's just loki he's the god of mischief he does what he does and that's what he do but um until until the next time that we see you um stay tuned to the twitter feed of the freelancer codex we'll let you know when we're coming back and in what form that's going to take and i guess this is goodbye
1: you have to push a button yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah right this is boring time for boss to get some sleep you'll be the one surprised tomorrow outcast not me
0: oh are you gonna shut your mouth because that would be a surprise
1: thank you for listening to the freelancer codex a podcast brought to you by the shut up and respawn network follow us at freelancer codex on twitter or twitch Send emails to FreelancerCodex at gmail.com or voice messages to anchor.fm slash FreelancerCodex slash message. We wish to thank all of our Patreons. We are grateful for you all.